Amen. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know me, my name is Amanda Hardiman, and I'm the program director here. Um, and I have been in ministry for over 15 years, which, wow, that's a lot. Um, and in 15 years, I don't think I've ever experienced what we just experienced. It's one of those moments that you just, you live, and then you, and you try to forget it uh, as soon as possible. So, um, with that being said, and, and normally, like, in a uh, youth ministry talk, you know, you want to do a game that is just so close, like, riding the line of almost throwing up and throwing up. Like, that's a good game. But now... Like, it's a good game until, like, a pet dies, and then and it's just not a good game anymore. So, um, so you guys, it's Christmas season. It's Christmas season. It's a good time. Uh, school is out next week, right? Next week is your last week of the year, no? Yeah? Maybe? Uh, so it's an exciting time. And to get us in the, the Christmas spirit, um, I have some really cool nativity scenes for us to, to look at, some manger scenes. So here's one. Y'all, dogs. So many dogs. Here's another one that's really kind of neat. That's Spam. What a, what a great artist that can make a nativity scene out of Spam. I like the hay. That's really cool. Y'all, we need dogs. I have one, and she's awesome, so I had to put that up there. And this is the last one. Those are Coke cans with the different names. Have y'all seen that? It's so funny. Okay, so the thing about nativity scenes uh, that I think um, that stuck out to me the most, of course, you have Joseph and Mary. Um, and whenever we used to put uh, nativity scenes out when I was little, um, you know, you'd make sure you get, like, Joseph and Mary and Jesus in the center, and then you had some random animals, and then you had some random men. And a lot of times I couldn't uh, figure out, okay, is this a wise man or is this a shepherd? Like, it's really hard sometimes. But, like, the spam one, you don't know, right? And the dogs. Um, and so I think a lot of times the wise men and the shepherd uh, shepherds, they just kind of get pushed off to the side. I know uh, throughout the whole Christmas season, the nativity, those things just kind of kept getting pushed off to the side. Uh, so tonight we're going to focus on the shepherds and how important they are. And with that, we have a scripture, uh, Luke 2, 8 through 20. And I'm going to read this, uh, but read um, silently along with me. Uh, that night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Do not be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring you great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast of host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. When the angel had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard. It was just as the angel had told them. Uh, this is the scripture uh, that I think sometimes we, we say in a Bible voice whenever we read it, and we maybe have heard it before, and we just kind of gloss over it because this is the Christmas story. This is what it's all about. But tonight I want us to think of three action items that we can take from the scripture. I believe all scripture is something that we can take with us today. It's not just something cute in a book uh, that we may put out during Christmas or we may look at the nativity scene and be like, oh, there's the shepherds. I think the shepherd story has um, some things for us to really think about. And so the first step, and you can fill in the blanks. This is 
going to be fun. Uh, the first step is to experience Christ. So when they heard of this story, when they heard the angel said, go find Jesus, the Messiah has been born, they went and they were there and they saw him and they experienced Christ. Now, just like I said before, um, we have lots of experiences in our lives. And I believe that we have Christ moments in our lives. And I believe that Christ is in all of our moments in our lives. I can tell you about three experiences that I've had in my life where I can say there was Christ. Uh, One, I have talked to you guys sometimes. uh, You may have heard this story. I had a student um, who had graduated and was enrolling into the Army um, and he was actually going to leave the, that weekend uh, to go and, and go through the process to, to get into the Army. And uh, he decided to take his motorcycle out uh, one last time. And when he did, he reached a, a huge amount of speed and got in a really, really, really bad car accident or motorcycle accident. Um, and so I was in Mexico at the time when I heard about this. Um, and, and all the students uh, that were his age had texted me about it. And it was just awful. Uh, And so as soon as I got back from Mexico, which was a couple days after, I went to his bedside. And these were all students that I had um, had in my my youth group for for a while, and I've known them from seventh grade until they graduated. I mean, these were my people. This was the first group of students that I had been around, um, and they all stood at his hospital bed, and he was in a coma. And we sat there, and we prayed. And we prayed for him. And this is really the first time in a long time that I got to sit there and just pray with them. Now, Andrew passed. And it was really, really difficult. But we had that moment, that moment where, where we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what, it, what is in the cards for Andrew, but we knew that we could find each other and find Christ in that moment and find, find the peace that can come from that. Uh, the second, obviously, um, I, I felt connected to Christ with the birth of my son. When you have a child, um, there's just something about that moment, that experience, that, that is just, it, it brings you closer to Christ, and, and that's just incredible. And like I said before, I was in Mexico. Um, I used to go to Mexico all the time for a mission trip, and we would go, and we um, paired up with a boys' orphanage there. And, and boys, uh, and all kids, actually, the orphanages are different there. Um, if a parent can't take care of their kids, they can loan them to the orphanage until they get back on their feet and then come get them again. And these kids had nothing, just nothing. I mean, they literally were playing outside with sticks. It was just, it was just nothing. And uh, one of the great things that we got to do every year is we paid uh, to get vans and rent vans and take them an hour away to the beach. Now, how many of you guys have been to the beach before? The beach, I love the beach. I love the beach. I love everything about the ocean and just being there. And we take that for granted. And I took that for granted until the first time that we took this group of boys to the beach. And they got out of the car, and they heard the waves, and they ran. And they ran towards the beach. And to see that, and to see their smiles on their faces. And we get all fancy when we go to the beach, right? We get the chairs, we get the umbrellas, we get the the boards, we get everything. And they just, in their street clothes, you guys, just ran into the water. I experienced Christ with all of those events. Life is full of experiences, and it's our job to connect life experiences with Christ experiences. Now, for some of us, it's real easy. We can go, hey, I just felt really strangely warm inside and known that that was Christ. And so for some of us, we're like, yeah, I don't get it. I don't feel Christ. I don't know where Christ is. Some of us may stand at the hospital bed of somebody who is in a coma and and go, "I, I don't feel Christ in this. But Christ is there, and I believe that every little moment in our lives, experiences that we have, we can experience Christ. There is always the promise of Christmas. Christ 
Christ will come and, and, and continues to come into our hearts. And we observe that every Advent, the journey of experiencing Christ. So what I want you guys to do real quick, and this is going to be interactive today. So I want you to think of the last time you experienced Christ. And I want you to, so on, the, on your notes, there's like fill in the blank and then you flip it over. And there's the announcements that Lauren talked to you guys about. And there's some lines that may be a little faded, but they're still there. Um, just on one of the lines, quickly write down how you experienced Christ. Just one time. It can be like, went to the beach. Um, anything like that. And if you've never really experienced Christ, write that too. I have not experienced Christ. Just write that down real quick. And now I want you just to turn around somewhere and just, I'm going to give like, 30 seconds, 45 seconds, I don't know, I might go crazy. And just tell the person next to you about that experience, just real quick, when you experienced Christ. Go. Keep sharing how you experienced Christ, what you wrote down. Okay, you can go ahead and stop. Um, so you just now, right now, shh, you just now completed step two. Congratulations. Uh, you talked about your experience. So flip your page over. You can fill that out. Talk about your experience. Uh you guys, it's our job to talk about our Christ experiences. It's our job to say, you know what? I took these orphans to the beach, and it was so amazing to see the smiles on their faces. You know what? I, I went to church, and we were singing this song, and, and I just felt it. I just felt it. I needed to tell you about that. I need to tell you about that. Our job is to talk about Christ experiences, but we think that that's a hard thing to do. Talking is, our, talking is easy, you guys. That's what we do. We talk. How many of you guys would consider yourselves oversharers? You guys, I'm the worst at this. And I don't know I'm oversharing until I'm halfway through this story. And I'm like, oh, I just said that out loud. Um, and you can talk to, about, talk to all the staff about that because I do it all the time. Um, and you become a mom and you start sharing things that you just don't need to share. Um, they don't need to hear about that. Uh, but I do. And we overshare about everything. But I bet you, shh, I bet you that you don't overshare about Christ. About out of all the things in the world, you don't overshare about Christ. So now we're going to do another activity, okay? Uh, so I want you to go ahead and flip it over to the note side. Um, and I want you to write down, maybe you have to get your phones out for this. It's okay. Write down the last person that you sent a text message to. Write down the last person you sent a text message to. If you're like super old school and you want to write down the, the person that you uh, wrote a note to, you could do that. Uh, if you made a phone call, you can write down the person that you talked to on the phone last. Just write that name down. Okay, now, shh, listen, I'm calling out the obvious again. We're just going to make this a subject tonight. The fish tank fell, right? We're all going to just talk about this. So the fish tank fell, and in your head, you're like, oh, my gosh, that just happened. So then in your head, who did you think of? Like, I've got to tell so-and-so that this just happened. Write that name down. Write it down. So you should have two names at least. Who are you going to tell that this fish tank, that this happened? Who would you tell that to? Write that down. Okay, the second, the third one, shh. If you are going through a hard time, you're having a hard day, shh. Who would be the person that you would call or text? Do we call anymore, you guys? 
Okay. So if you call or text, who would be the person that you talk to about your hard time? Go ahead and write that down. So look at these three names. There may be more, but look at those three names. Shh. Look at these three names. And I want you to think about who you have shared your Christ experience with. Have you shared that Christ experience with these people? Have you talked about Christ with these people? Think about what that looks like. We, have a, we, can, we can share about a fish tank. We can share. We can overshare about everything else in our lives. When bad things happen, we think, hey, I've got to call this person. But when it comes to talking about Christ and those experiences that we have or that we're not having, we don't talk about it. We overshare about so many random things in our lives, but we don't talk about the way that we experience Christ. We bring people to church and we say, come on down, come to church, come sit next to me. But you expect that chair just to do the job. You expect your friends to hear from us when really you guys go so much deeper in conversation with the people that are close to you. So much more than we could ever do. Now, don't stop bringing your friends and and don't stop listening to us. but, But know that your job is to tell about your Christ experiences. Luke 2, 17 says this. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. The the shepherds told everyone what had happened. What would happen if they stood there, they went to go see Jesus, they said, here he is, the baby that's wrapped up in cloth, cool, and they just stayed there. What if they saw the baby and then went back to where they came from and said nothing? We are here tonight because other, people's have ex- other people have experienced Christ and have told us about it. Step three, live out your experience. Live it out. Because of my Christ experiences, I'm able to come up here and talk about my Christ experiences. I'm able to live my life in such a way. The shepherds were able to tell everybody what had happened, and they had that excitement, and they knew, and they saw. We experience Christ on a daily basis, if not an hourly basis. Christ is in all of our experiences. If we take our experiences, our life experiences, and take Christ and just mash them together, you'll be able to see where Christ is in your life. There's huge moments like Christmas, right? But there's small moments when, you know what? You just needed to take a deep breath and have peace, and that's where you found it. And that is Christ working in your life. Tell others about that. Live that out. Christ doesn't leave your life. Christ doesn't leave your life. You don't have that mountaintop experience, and then Christ says, peace out, I'll see you the next time. Right? Christ goes with you. Christ goes with you. And and continues to go with you. He's not only here on Christmas and Easter. He is here all the time. James 1.22 says this. Don't just listen to God's word, word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in the mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. You guys, we are looking in the mirror and walking away and forgetting what we see. We experience the birth, the manger on Christmas, but then we walk away and we forget what we see because we we have a hard time living out our experiences, living out the fact that, that Christ was born 
so that we can have peace. Christ was born so we can laugh and have fun at church. Christ was born so that we can find forgiveness and find that unconditional love. Don't get stuck standing at the manger. Don't just stand there. Do something. Do something. Prior to the birth of Christ, every generation that lived was waiting for this moment. Generation after generation was waiting for the birth of the Messiah. And and now that Christ has been born, we take that for granted. Don't take that for granted. We overshare. We experience. But we don't talk about it. We don't don't say, that you know, that's Christ working in my life. And we don't live it out. Tonight in your breakout groups, you're going to have an opportunity to really figure out what that looks like. And you're going to have an opportunity to really think about how you can talk about Christ. Now, you don't have to do it formal. There doesn't have to be angels and trumpets and everything else. But say, hey, you know what? I went to church, and we talked about this, and I'm having a hard time experiencing Christ. Do you have a hard time with that? I'm having a hard time really understanding where Christ is working in my life. What do you think about that? Or you know what? I didn't think this was Christ, but now that I think about it, Christ was working in my life. I want to tell you more about that. Think about the ways that you live it out, that you experience, that you live, that you talk about Christ. Will you pray with me? Father, I thank you so much for each and every person here tonight, Lord, for their dedication to to this program, to worship, and to you, Lord. I pray that they are able to experience you and say, you know what, this was Christ working in my life, Lord. But I pray that it doesn't just stop there. I pray that they are able to talk about that experience. I pray that it comes just as easily as it would for them to talk about anything else. I pray that they, they don't just leave it there, Lord, but they are able to live out their life knowing that you are in each and every step that they take, every thought that they have, every conflict that they may have, that you are there to guide, to direct, and to love. Lord, I pray that you help us to not get stuck standing at the manger, but Lord, but you help us to go tell it on the mountain, to go shout it to other people, to talk about you. And if we're struggling to find you, Lord, I pray that you help us to say that as well, to make it safe for us to say, you know what, I'm having a hard time experiencing Christ. Where are you in my life? Lord, I pray that you help us to be honest, to not take this Advent season, this Christmas season for granted, but that you help us to be intentional in every single thing that we do and say. For your holy name we pray. Amen.